We hope you enjoy the following Playboy Radio production. Chances are you're going to love what you hear. Please go to PlayboyRadio.com and become a member for more Playmates, more shows, and exclusive extras. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. My mind is just completely blown. Wheels are turning. The gears are just cranking. Smoke coming out of the ears. Yes. Ah, I'm in the studio right now with Kelly Sullivan Walden, and she's been explaining myself to me, essentially, <laughs> based on dreams that I've told her I've had. It's crazy insane. You guys definitely should check out her website. It's kellysullivanwalden.com. If you're looking for just some life resources I'm so, I mean, I've always known that I could kind of control my dreaming. It's something I just realized about myself when I was really young. And so I've applied it as I've gotten older. But if you guys don't realize that you can do this and that you can manifest, I'm, I'm a huge believer in manifestation. We talked about that earlier mm-hmm. in the show. When I'm feeling like there's something that I want in the world, in my career, in my family life, as a parent, you know, whatever it is, I set I have a mindset to manifest it. and But I realize that not everybody is like that. Mm. And so you being a hypnotherapist is changing a lot of the ways that people think about themselves. There's a lot of negative self-talk, obviously, that we grow up with, that oh, we're yeah. not powerful beings, mm-hmm. that we're just basically these machines in this game of life. And, you know, we really don't have much control over fate or, uh, you know, whatever your life may evolve Mm, into absolutely this is one of the reasons why I think it's really important to pay attention to dreams because often the content of our thoughts throughout the day is about 99% the same as it was the day before and the day before that and the day before that so it goes to show no wonder we we might want things to change but because our thoughts are the same mm-hmm. we're kind of creating the same results and our as actions. we've always had exactly our, our actions are the our, same our, what do they say where thoughts go energy flows and results show ah. so it's kind of like that continuum our dreams are giving us new thoughts new thoughts to percolate on like a brand new bizarre thing that we i mean i just had a dream a couple nights ago about this panther without its eye teeth and it pounced on me but i knew because it was missing its teeth, it was okay. And I was able to just kind of cuddle with this big, hairy <laughs> thing. And I loved it. So to me, I've never thought about a panther, much less one without its eye teeth, much less cuddling. Right. So every time I think about it, I feel this enlivened energy. And, of course, I see every dream as – every aspect of the dream as being myself. So I feel like I'm connecting with this panther part of me that isn't vicious, but it's powerful. So mm. I get this, like – I mean, I get this rush just thinking about it, and it's not because I've been thinking this thought my whole life. Right. It gives me this new way of being in in the world and a new way of thinking about projects that I've got up ahead of me. So it's a way to get new data, new content, so that we're actually on the cutting edge of our lives as opposed to just rehashing the past. Well, and you're also saying that maybe your dreams are not always intended to be literal. Um, 90 – well – most of the time, not literal. Okay. Yeah. We, should, we should interpret our dreams as being completely symbolic, and most, most of the time symbolic. Now, in the case of you and your husband, mm-hmm. that was different. And in the case of, well, my dream is a little bit more wonky <laughs> than yours. Well, yeah. So now, was your dream literal um, when you decided that this was the man you should marry? You'll think I'm a completely insane person if I tell you my dream. but I'll Perfect. Oh. I want to hear it. <laughs> I want to hear that. Okay. The long story short is I had been dating a guy who was perfect on paper. I mean, he was tall, dark, yes. handsome, like rugged, you know, all that jazz. And and yet I didn't have this deep soul connection to him. And then here's Dana, this man that I'm working with who I love so deeply. Mm-hmm. He's a lot older than I am. He's got 
he's previously married. He's got, a, I mean, he's got so many things. I love all like, the winces in her face. Uh, if you guys could see, you could just see on her face. Like he was not good on paper. No, on paper. Like, like com- not good on comparing paper. Comparing and contrasting these two people, you'd be like, no, you should go with the tall, dark, handsome dude. But my soul was so connected to Dana. So I was mm-hmm. kind of in this, like, who should I be with? Even though Dana and I weren't dating, mm-hmm. we were just working together. So you just it was kind had of energetically connected. Yes, but I have this dream about these two dragonflies. One's perfect and one has a broken wing. And I want the perfect one. But this other girl, this other woman is like, no, I want the perfect one. And she's so adamant that I'm like, okay, you can have the perfect one. I'll settle for the one with the broken <laughs> wing. So I, I take the one with the broken wing out of the cage and I'm like, my god this this is amazing this little thing is is awesome and all of a sudden it turns into a pig and i'm not a pig person a pig <laughs> a pig but a beautiful fleecy white pig and i'm like oh my god and there's something about i know see you're looking at me like i'm the crazy okay i'm just waiting for the end of the story so it's almost done <laughs> so i'm touching this pig and the way it makes me feel is mm-hmm. like i am in heaven holding this being it's like I'm holding a soul almost and it's not really a pig but I I called it a pig but it was like and I do not normally like pigs I actually don't like pigs but in this dream I was like this is amazing and then it bursts into 10,000 dragonflies I'm surrounded by dragonflies and I say to myself in the dream had I settled for that one perfect dragonfly I would have missed out on all of that all of this and I knew oh it's Dana. Okay, but were you actually in your life contemplating? Yes. Oh, you in, were. So had the other one, had the perfect dragonfly proposed to you? He didn't propose, but he was wanting to. <laughs> okay, and I was so kind it was of, going there. It was, it definitely could have gone there. I had met his family. There was, it was definitely getting deeper. And the more you have sex with someone, the, the right. deeper you bond. And it was definitely growing. But I knew he was Mr. Right now and not necessarily Mr. Right, even though he wow. looked like Mr. Right. and. But seemed like Mr. Right. Everything changed after that dream. I swear to God. And I never told, I told Dana, I had a dream about you and you were a dragonfly. I did not tell him the pig part. So, but you already then had some sort of romantic feeling or inclination. It was weird because he, I, sometimes I think, and this is why I think your dream is also really special. Mm-hmm. I believe that, that our, our perfect person that we end up with mm-hmm. is usually somebody who is not our normal type. Right. That you're looking for on paper. Exactly. Like that your conscious mind it's is like, craving. like, here's all your normal types and then, er, like, who's this person? Like, <laughs> right. What? Why am I attracted to you? What? And it's usually the soul because our mm-hmm. soul is not pre-programmed. Our soul is organic and our soul is a little bit weird and messy and strange and out of the box. So my soul was gravitated towards Dana, even though I didn't even know. At the time. I didn't know any. I didn't. We hadn't even kissed. We hadn't even. T- we had just. Right. We were friends. But it was like your my subconscious was knew. saying, don't go with this other guy. Yes. In fact, I did have a dream about that other guy, another dream where I was married to him in the future and I was a zombie. <gasps> Okay, was, that's enough yeah. to wake up hello. and go, no, no. <laughs> Need I say more? My yeah. dreams are like, hello. Okay, that was literal. I'll take that one as a literal dream. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but Got if it. you got, yeah, no, I've seen way too many suburban couples in totally. my practice to not take that seriously. And I see it all around me and it makes me very sad when I see these couples that they are just cranking through life and just it's have lost. Yeah, 
Yeah, but they've just lost their passion and their love of life this with is, each other, by themselves. Right, exactly. Th- this is one of the reasons why, to me, paying attention to dreams is a very subtle way of tiptoeing outside the box. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do it in one fell swoop and surrender everything that's conventional and give up your your badge that has you be a part of the world as you know it. I mean, you right. can still be a normal person, but by paying attention to dreams and by activating dreams and honoring them, little by little, you start to become more of your soul self, which starts to be more authentic. And it's little by little. Sometimes it's in radical steps, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to change your whole life in one fell swoop. Little things can actually make a big difference. I like to say if there's a brick wall, Mm -hmm. if you take one brick out of that wall, eventually the whole thing falls down. So you don't have to like dismantle everything immediately. Just make a little change. Okay, but that could be dangerous advice to somebody (laughs) who's in a relationship who's like, you're just, just do the one little thing and your whole building will come crumbling down. down. Yeah. But in a good way. I mean, (laughs) it really, what's, what's real and authentic Mm -hmm. can't be broken. Yeah. Can't fall down. What I'm talking about, what falls down is the BS. It's the facade of what our life is. And I would agree with that. And I think that a lot of people, if they're unhappy in their relationships, what I'm hearing you say is they should pay more attention to what's coming up in their dreams. Absolutely. And even if you're if you're not getting along or if you if you're wanting to spice things up, I mean one way to do it that mm-hmm. it's kind of unconventional is to share your dreams with your with your partner. Right. It's a way to be able to Introduce, like, open up a window of yourself to your beloved that is mysterious and bizarre. And same with them sharing with you. It's all of a sudden, like, you get to know your partner who you think you already know. Mm -hmm. You think you've got them all buttoned up and figured out. But the moment they tell you one of these dreams, you're like, wait a minute. There's more to this person (laughs) than I even, what? Why are you going, who? So it can give you a sense of awe and wonder. Mm -hmm. Because really, you think you know your partner, but you really know, like, 1% out of the 100% of who they are. Well, and then there's also the concept that we're living our lives and we make most of our choices on a subconscious level. Right. Versus on a conscious level. So we don't even know ourselves that well. Right. We're operating from a place that we don't even acknowledge. We're not even aware of why we just get up, brush our teeth, do our thing. Like, that's all just happening. We're not even consciously saying, like, I'm going to go do this right now. We just do it. Exactly. I, I I was doing an interview with uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know, I know the him name from Agape. Anyway, we were talking about how so many scary dreams involve the shadow and the shadow just represents the mystery, the part of ourselves that we don't know yet. And we mm. tend to make it scary and bad just because we're not familiar with it. But if we get to know it, usually it's like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. It's love. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's awesome. And in reality, 99.9% of of the world is is a mystery to us. We know the tiniest bit, everything that we know that we think we think we're so smart, but we just know the tip of the iceberg. Right. So really most everything is a mystery, including our beloved, included including our sexuality with them. It's Which like Which is so such much. a scary prospect though for people because we want to believe in this idea that there's that one person out there in the world for us. Till the end of our lives. Right. And in reality, what I'm also hearing you say is that 
there's a ton of people and energies and souls that are going to come in and out of your life, be they in a romantic sexual way or not. Mm. You know, like your dragonfly could have remained a friend, but still been, (laughs) but still been a tremendous part of your life. Right. For many, many years. You didn't have to marry him. But I mean, it's great that you did. Right. Yeah. But like, we're so, we're so ingrained in this like this concept is ingrained into our minds that we're supposed to meet the one get Mm -hmm. married fall in love have kids Mm. that we forget that there's so much other energy out there and empowerment for us in other relationships so well what if somebody's looking for like they're single Mm -hmm. and they really want to find the one and here i am just saying that because there's so many people out there that want that right they really do and they're longing because they don't want to be alone and they don't realize that they're just they're not alone Correct. But they're but they're focused on that. So if they're out right. there, they're listening, if you guys are like wanting to find the right woman, maybe you haven't been making the right choice, you find the wrong women all the time, mm-hmm. what would you say to somebody like that? I think there's two ways of looking at it. There's like the old way of looking at it and then there's the new way of looking at it. And it can bring us to the very same result. But it's coming from two different places. So there's the old model that's you should marry somebody because you're a respectable human in society and you're not. There's something wrong with you if you don't. And you're missing something if you don't. You're you're half a person without the other one. And I think all of that is debunked. All of that is like the 1.0. And we're at the time in our lives where it's the 2.0. It's the time for an upgrade. But we don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I, I had an opportunity to interview Dr. John Gray, and I've had been in conversations with him a lot, and especially with writing this book, I've been doing a lot of research on this. And, and I was asking him, so we really don't need each other these days, like no. a lot, like to survive. Usually in the past, marriage was based on surviving. Mm-hmm. And in our Western world, we're all surviving pretty well. Right. We don't need each other to survive. And that's a good thing now, because that means that if we do find somebody and we want to be with them, it's for much more authentic reasons than you're going to help me survive. So I'm kind of a prostitute in a way. I'm marrying you because <laughs> you're going to like pay my bills and keep me. Right. Like that's not an authentic organic. Well, it is for some people and oh, it no, works for uh, them. Okay. And I think that's a great choice. Sure. And sure. most of them are probably not as conscious of that decision. Correct. Which Correct. is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No judgment. But I'm right there on the same page but with you. Like I want to wake up every day and go, yes, I want to be with you today. Because I choose to from yeah. a higher self. So if you look at it like from there's surviving and then there's thriving. Yeah. The reason to be together now from my perspective, why be, why find somebody? And I mean, if somebody finds you, if it's organic, you don't have to like fit a square peg into a round hole. Right. But if you actually find that person, I feel like Dana is my person. Yeah. I mean, there's no one else on this planet that is like him. That's for sure. We have our struggles. <laughs> we have our challenges. But oh my God, it's amazing. But I feel like if we're going to truly thrive, there's something that we get from being with someone that has made us number one mm-hmm. in our lives, in their lives. And there's like a there's a certain way that we can expand and open up and feel safe and secure to explore greater, deeper frontiers than than we might be able to otherwise. And there's a spiritual kind of trajectory that we can go on when we do find somebody that we can go deep with as opposed to, I mean, I think there's so many ways to find love. There's a million ways and always, as long as you find love, it's great. Right. But I think there's, there's a new way to be able to find love and find one person that contains all people in them. 
Well, and are they, but are they really going to be all those people? Like, for example, I got, you know, it was Valentine's Day and I got this meme from my girl thread and it basically said like, these are, you know, when you find the man of your dreams or whatever, he should have all these five qualities. And then number six was like, and don't let any of those five men meet each other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, were you enjoying that? Well, if you think that was good, you should go to playboyradio.com and hear what happens next. See you there. Playboyradio.com. Join the movement. Follow us on Instagram at Playboy underscore radio.